0: This is the Digital Diamonds podcast, helping your business shine bright online. I'm your host, Laura, and I'm a student entrepreneur and YouTuber. I help female entrepreneurs to create standout YouTube channels and show up with the most badass, confident version of themselves online. Let's get you the online visibility and attention that you need to build your own girlboss empire. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Digital Diamonds Podcast. So, for today's episode, I am really, really excited, and I hope that it won't be too long. But I have a big, you know, page of my notebook written down with so many notes and so many ideas because in today's episode, we are gonna discover your content creator type or what type of content creator you are because I personally have been totally getting into like um, archetypes and stages of life and different types of people and all of that stuff because I've been obsessed with Sahara Rose's highest self podcast and all of the things she things she teaches about Ayurveda and stuff I've been ordering like her books and I've been totally getting into, you know, that kind of space where there are certain types of people and certain types of bodies and, you know, different goddesses, different mystical beings. And I just love that when you kind of have like those not stereotypes, more archetypes of like people. I love that you can like relate to different ones and like think about, hmm, I could maybe relate to this one or this one. It's kind of like even when you're reading like horoscopes and stuff, it's kind of a time where you can reflect on, you know, who you are. You can maybe get some advice and all of that stuff. So I thought, why not transfer, transfer, <laughs> transfer this more spiritual concept, I guess, into content creation, marketing and business. So that is why I came up with three content creator types that you might already be, you might already become and I wrote two out some positive and some more negative aspects of all of the types and then some recommendation I have for each and every type so this is not somewhere written down in a book this all comes from my own experience from being a content creator um, from working with content creators from interviewing them on my podcast from you know watching youtube videos and all of that stuff for years now So this is all kind of channeled from my intuition, from my own creativity. And I'm just really, really excited. And if you guys are into Ayurveda, then you probably will also know what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about like Pitta and Kapha and Vata. And if you don't know what that is, I would highly recommend you to go over to the Highest Self podcast or just to Sahara Rose. She even has a quiz on her website where you can find out your type, your energy type, your dosha. But like I can't go into the detail on that right now because then the episode would just be way too long. But that kind of inspired me to come up with the three content creator types so what I would love you to do is once you finish listening to this episode and you know your content creator type, I would love if you could take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast episode right now, putting it onto your Instagram story and putting like on top what type of content creator you are, or you can just DM it to me, but I would be so curious to know what type of content creator you are. And it's also totally possible to be like a mixture of both, so you will see once we discuss them. So without further ado, let's get started with the first type of content creator, which is the planner. So the planner in my, you know, imagination really relates to the kapha dosha, right? The kapha dosha is all about grounding and being really structured and Um, kind of having a routine as well, right? And that comes with content creation is that the planner is super organized. The planner pre-produces content. The planner always has content scheduled and batched and they might have like batching days or certain days in the week where, for example, they record all the podcast episodes and then the other day they record all the YouTube videos and their content creation is super organized. They probably have like a Trello board with all of their ideas and everything is like perfectly um scheduled out. You have the per- perfect process and workflows and systems. And those kinds of people are really yeah, organized and they really love this certainty. That planning out that content gives them right. They know that there is always something coming consistently. They don't have to worry about it. And when I thought about who was really a planner, I immediately thought of Jenna Kutcher because I don't know if you listen to her Gold Digger podcast, but she's currently on maternity leave. But she pre-produced all of her content. So the content that's coming out now, she like pre-produced like three months ago. And she always like um, batch produces her podcast episodes. She's the queen of like a batching. She even did a podcast episode on that. So if you really um, relate to this sort of content creator, you should definitely check out her episode on batch producing content because that episode is game changing. Who I also think is kind of a planner is Michelle B, who I also interviewed here on the podcast. If you want to check out the interview I did with her, make sure you do so. But She is a YouTuber and content creator and she is absolutely amazing with all of her, you know, lists and workflows. She is super organized and I think what's really positive about being a planner type of content creator is that you will obviously be very, very consistent. If you really sit down, if you almost... You know, really make yourself sit down to create content because you know that, for example, today is like a day to film YouTube videos. So there is no other way than filming YouTube videos. You will obviously get out content on a consistent basis. So this will lead to growth. So planners usually can achieve growth through consistency really online because they consistently show up because they are so well organized what's also great about planners is that they feel less overwhelmed and more accomplished so that happens to me whenever I batch produce you know YouTube videos or podcast episodes that like once I sit down and I record like three podcast episodes and then they're all up and I don't have to worry about my podcast for the next three weeks it's like so accomplishing and it really takes off a lot of stress and you can just Leave it and stop thinking about it until the time comes again to create content. So I think this kind of content creation is really good for people who easily get overwhelmed and stressed and anxious. This is also really, really great for people who maybe, um, you know, have different um passions and who maybe have a job on the side so they are not full-time content creators which i guess most of us aren't yet so if you have like a job and you only have a certain amount of time during the week to create content really getting into that planner energy is so great because it will make you much more productive right so Being a planner, batch producing content, really making most of your time is super time-saving and great for multi passionate So let's say you have a full-time job and then you have a side hustle and then you also have a YouTube channel. Like it would make so much more sense to create all the YouTube content like in one weekend maybe for the month. And you don't have to worry about it again and you can still keep growing. You put out consistent content. And yeah, you save time. You're very time efficient. And what is also great about really being a planner when it comes to content creation is that you beat procrastination and perfectionism because let's say you have one weekend out of the month that is solely scheduled to be for YouTube content creation. If on the Saturday morning you're like, oh my god, like I don't really know if this content idea is good enough right now and I don't really feel in my best energy today and I'm not in flow, I'm not aligned. Well girl, like you better get yourself a aligned because this is the only time you have to actually produce so we will talk about that later with another type of content creator who is really like only creating when they're on flow and they're like well if I'm not aligned then you know the universe doesn't want me to create the content right now and it isn't coming for my best energy and blah but you know what I found that often those kinds of spiritual excuses are just that. There are excuses and there are blocks and they are limiting beliefs that are just sabotaging your success, right? They're holding you back. This is your brain giving you excuses, right? Um, Stephen Pressfield in his book, The War of Art, talks about that, how our brain is so smart and our ego is so smart. And he, Like the ego will give us all those excuses to just hold us back and to hold our art back from the world. And if you are, Are dabbing into being a more of a planner content creator, you are really, you know, kind of forcing sometimes even content creation because you only have that certain amount of time. And this can really be super smart because. I don't know how this principle is called, but there's this rule that if you only give yourself like one hour to do a task, it will only take one hour. But if you give yourself three hours to do that task, it will take three hours, right? So if you say, okay, Tuesdays are my podcast days, Wednesdays are my YouTube days, and in those two days, everything has to get done You have to get it done, no matter if you feel like procrastinating or it's not good enough. Like if you are not creating it on those days, then you are not getting any content out. And that is really a nightmare for a planner, for a really, you know, kapha, just organized routine person. If they're not, you know, getting out their content, if they're not being consistent, if they're not staying in their routine, because that's what they're thriving on. That's what's giving them accomplishment and this feeling of fulfillment and being productive so maybe if you are struggling with being productive and constantly being overwhelmed with your limiting beliefs and blocks and you just cannot get yourself to start really get more of that planner kafa energy into you where it's like okay I have my set days and the only responsibility for me on those days or in those hours is to create right However, obviously, with everything good, there also comes some bad and some negatives. So I honestly, okay, let's let's get real for a second here. I wish I could be more like Jenna Kutcher or Michelle B when it comes to content creation. Because I'm the type of person, I get really easily stressed and anxious and overwhelmed. Like all of that comes with like being really ambitious I guess there's always this negative side of being overthinking and anxious feeling like you're not doing enough like I talked about that on my last episode where you know we often struggle to actually stop and to not do things right when we are high achievers and really ambitious because we identify and we give ourselves value through constantly doing things right and if we're not doing then we feel like oh my god like I'm not worth anything blah so that's a whole Limiting belief itself. What was I even saying? Yeah, I wish I could be more of a planner, kafa content creator. Like, I really lack kafa energy. I'm way too up in my head. I'm constantly doing things that I sometimes just forget that I have to be here in the moment, like really rooting down and just being stable. And this sense of, you know, security and safety that comes with being kapha and being really in this routine Um, sometimes I personally really missed that. however what I found is that when I pre-produce content I feel less inspired and even disconnected from the content when I'm putting it out there like I tried well basically I pre-produced my whole December podcast um yeah my whole December podcast episodes I pre-produced them in like one to two days. And I was feeling very, very accomplished when I produced them. I was like, oh my god, now I finally found my perfect, you know, podcast creation workflow. Once I put out those podcast episodes, like once they went live, I wasn't excited about them anymore like I didn't even want to promote them I didn't want to talk about them on my social media like I even forget that they were going live so for me this excitement that content creation is like to me content creation is just pure creative expression and if kind of the things I'm excited about today I create them and then they are coming out a month later I'm maybe not even like excited about them anymore. I'm maybe already excited about something completely different. So if you pre-produce a lot of things, this may happen. That you don't feel excited about it anymore. You may feel disconnected And your content, your content creation, maybe becomes more of a to-do rather than creative expression. So depending on like what type of person you are, maybe as an entrepreneur, content creation is just like a side thing. But to me, I really found that content creation for me is what I'm loving. Like if I could do one thing, I would just be a content creator because that's my favorite thing to do right and that's also something that I didn't admit to myself for the longest time because I thought I cannot make money just being a content creator and that's something I'm currently working through just limiting belief but anyway I really want to share this passion of mine that I have for content creation with you Um, In a sense where I want you to realize that content creation is the fun part of being an entrepreneur. It's the amazing, inspiring, just fulfilling part of being an entrepreneur. Because you get to put your message out there, right? So when you are kind of a planner and when you are super organized and super planned. And everything has to be perfectly pre-produced and scheduled. You know, you kind of take the fun and the creative expression out of it because it becomes a to-do. Like on a Tuesday when you know, okay, today's podcast day, I have to do this right now. Like no matter if you feel like creating podcasts or not. So sometimes you do have to force yourself to create content, which can sometimes lead to the content not being as good of a quality, right? So sometimes or actually... All the time it's almost impossible to force upon creativity I believe you can always put yourself into a state for receiving ideas and inspiration and creativity which we're going to talk about in just a second but sometimes like some days you just there's just something where you cannot create from your highest you know self and from your highest perspective And that means that your quality of the of that the quality of your content might suffer when you only just, you know, focus on, oh, my God, I have to like be three months ahead of my content creation. And if I don't create this video today, then I will just fall behind and really pressuring yourself to have everything perfectly organized. Which, obviously, when I'm thinking about that, it could also trigger stress and anxiety, right, when you fall behind your perfect um, content creation workflow and system, you know what I mean? So, if you're like, yes, Laura, that is literally me. Like, I always have my content like perfectly planned out. And oh my gosh, like, I love my workflows. I love my systems, gives me so much peace of mind. Like, girl, you go, like, stay in that kafa energy because it's so sustainable. It's very great for a consistent growth, right? Because consistency really is key, in my opinion. Like, if you don't show up consistently, Okay, I wouldn't say no matter how good your content is, you won't grow, but your content has to be like phenomenal in order to grow. But I think it's better to be consistent and maybe not have every piece of content be perfect rather than just, you know, waiting until something is perfect, which it probably will never be, and then not even showing up. So if you totally relate to the planner content creator type, you're really cough on all of that, then I have a few recommendations for you or even if you're like, yeah, I would really love to be more of that planner content creator type. By the way, it's 11.11. So make a wish, tell your wish to the universe, put out a, um, a, an intention to the universe. Yeah, so what I was saying, if you're like, you need more of that energy, then here are some of my recommendations on how, when you already are a planner, kafa, content creator type, then maybe those tips will help you. Or if you want to become more of a planner um, with your content, if you feel really overwhelmed and stressed and you would love to be ahead of your content game, content content game, (laughs) content game, then those are the recommendations I have for you. Find habits that always put you into creation mode. I talked about that on the podcast quite a lot, but to me, it's really important that I create content from a state of feeling great, feeling motivated, feeling inspired, because only then that's when your best ideas come through and you can really spread the message that you are here right now to spread the message for. That was in English, but you know what I mean. Um, So you really have to find what puts you into like the alignment and the flow. And especially when you have those set days, those set hours to create, it's important that before you create a little routine where you know, okay, when I meditate, when I go for a walk, when I dance, when I do yoga, when I do some coloring, when I listen to music, whatever, this will put me into a state where I am going to be able to create high quality content. Because if you don't do that, then you will probably sit there in front of your laptop and be like, okay, On my calendar, I have now two hours to, you know, produce three podcast episodes. How am I going to do that when I'm not even feeling inspired at all? No. If you have those content creation days or you want to bring a bit more structure into your content creation process, make sure you always schedule in like 15 to 20 minutes to get you into the state of, you know, inspiration. Um, I also talked about it a lot, but I really love the um, book Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert because she talks about how she believes that ideas are not something that come from within us, but that come from the outside and that only come to us if we are in a state of inspiration. So if you want those really great ideas, you have to be open to receiving those ideas. So you have to feel inspired and energized and excited and really in flow so find habits that do that for you so the second tip is for those planners of you who are super consistent with their content but they're kind of feeling disconnected and uninspired whenever they're putting out the content and that is to consider maybe if you have a youtube channel to yes Really pre-produce and batch produce the content for your YouTube channel because it's very time consuming. But then maybe having a platform like Instagram where you leave that to your spontaneous, intuitive, creative expression. So maybe considering um, only creating content in this planner mode that is super time consuming and really leave another platform for intuitive creation so you kind of have a balance and I think that is also great for um, the audience connection because that's something I didn't mention with uh, the negatives of being a planner it's that let like let's say you have your content pre-produced like two months in advance how are you gonna respond to trends or requests from your audience like you can only respond to them like two months later you know what I mean so that's obviously like kind of a negative of being super planned out and like pre-produced but if you kind of split your platforms into okay my Instagram will be super intuitive on there I will always like create content where like when someone messages me today I can immediately respond and create a post answering that question or um, you know if I'm into like that today I can talk about it put it out and it's all very current very up to date and your viewer really feels like or your follower really feels like they are living the life you have with you in this moment and not kind of like delayed if that makes sense so that's also a tip that I have for you it's to kind of split your your platforms into like let's say you have a YouTube channel and a podcast and you know that that does take a lot of time then see how can you save time through batching through pre-producing through scheduling and maybe even if you you know have a business and you already have a team so you're working with other people on your on your stuff. Like, where do you really need Uh, Support. Where do you need another person to help you? And really for that, dive into your kapha energy and be like, okay, we're going to do this uh, that way. We are going to set up this system to really um, make everything as efficient and productive as possible and to also get some results. But then also leave something for you and leave something to really dive into this creator energy, right? To be super intuitive and inspired. And you will see like the fun and content creation will come back when you kind of balance out all of that so that's generally with those stereotypes or those archetypes that I created with those three types of content creators I don't think either content creator is ideal are perfect I think it's always about finding your perfect mix of those traits of those characteristics of those habits and really finding what works for you because we are really all so different and that's why I love like those like quizzes and horoscopes and archetypes and whatever because you could just pick and choose what you need from all of those things and kind of reflect it in your own life and your own habits see how you can optimize like your own reality right now using those more like generalized things but like to me it's just so fun like let me know if you are enjoying this episode so far and DM me on Instagram or something like I would just love to just have your opinion and I would also love to do stuff like that in the future like I can imagine I can come up with like so many stereotypes and archetypes and and types of people whatever when it comes to business and content creation it's really really fun but anyway so that was the first content creator type if you relate to that again make sure you head over to instagram maybe i'm even putting up like um when this episode goes live tomorrow i think it's going live so maybe i will put up a little post on my instagram where you can then like down below uh comment your content creator type that would be really fun but anyway The second content creator type is the creator. So obviously, all of the content creator types are creators. But I don't know. Like, when I was thinking of that type, I immediately thought of creator. Because also, I think that's the type of content creator most, like, YouTubers and, like, influencers. They probably are like that. So that's why I came up with creator and to me, this has a lot to do with Pitta energy. So if you don't know Pitta, Pitta is like fire. It's like getting stuff done and being really committed and whatever. But it's not being as like grounded and as like realistic as Kapha. Like Kafa is more like chill and yes, I'm in my routine and everything is like good and great. And Pitta is more like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm going to get this done. I'm so excited about this right now. Like, let's do this, right? Um. So to me, a pitta when it comes to content creation, I'm definitely a pitta, I think, because I don't have the kaffa, like the, the calmness kind of figured out. Definitely not. But I'm also not, which we're going to talk about um, as a third content type where I'm like too intuitive and I'm like really flowy. I'm also not that. I'm like a bit of an in-between where I do have my set days for like uploading But I usually don't have set days for creating. So I have like my deadlines. But kind of the way that I'm getting to that deadline. Which is my upload day like for my YouTube. It's Tuesdays and Fridays. And for my podcast it's Wednesdays and sometimes Saturdays. So, But I don't have like one day in the week where I always sit down to edit my videos. Like I always edit my videos at different times. Sometimes it's like done a week in advance. And sometimes it's done like... Two hours in advance, right? So PITAs are really those creator types. They have set days for uploading. But they only create like two to three days in advance. Someone who, in my opinion, is also a creator type is Kayla Nicholson, one of my favorite YouTubers. If you don't know her, what are you doing with your life? But she is also like that, where she has like her set upload days. I think it's Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. And then Monday she has a podcast episode and all of that. So she also has that. But she, um, you know, also... At least I think she creates her content into more intuitively than like batch producing a lot of stuff. And like she creates her content uh, up to date, really current and in real time. So what's really positive about being this creator and being Pitta and, you know, just being excited right now and just getting it done, putting it out there, is that you are able to create really current and relevant content. Because if you only create a piece of content, like if I would film today and put it out tomorrow, that's as real time as it can get, rather than someone who's really planning and who created something that's coming out tomorrow one month ago. It's not as current, right? And this currency is great because you can respond to trends in a whole different way and also to requests from your viewers. Because the creator has set upload days, she can also be very consistent. And I think this balance of being consistent, being current And also creating high quality content really creates the strongest audience connection. So I think of all the content creator types, being a creator gives you the strongest audience connection, right? However, now come the negative, because with being this kind of creator type, there also come a few negatives, is that that's something I struggle with all the time, is that creators like me we cannot switch off like we are always thinking about the next thing like once I finish one video I already have to think about what am I uploading next and when will I film that and usually before I even upload my Tuesday video i I've already like either filmed or I'm thinking about the Friday video. Like I'm just thinking about it right now. Like today's Tuesday and my Tuesday video is already scheduled. But I have no idea what I'm going to upload on Friday. So that's kind of like always stressing me out a bit. So you can never fully switch off. Which is why I personally really want to you know, go more into the planner and KAFA energy because I feel like this will give me a lot more peace of mind because if I know, like, okay, I have the next two weeks already done or at least I know what I'm going to do, this gives me a lot of peace of mind. And especially if you are anxious, which, as I said, like, if you are a creator, if you're an entrepreneur, like, that comes with being really ambitious. It's like the dark side of it. It's being anxious and feeling like you're not doing enough, right? Um, So being a relevant and current content creator um, comes with pressure. And also this pressure, the time pressure, that when you have your deadlines, it can also sometimes lead that you're, lead to your quality suffering a bit. Because you know, okay, like let's say, it's already, not, right now it's Tuesday 11.25. My videos always go up Tuesday at 4. Let's say I don't have a video that's going up, right? I would have to like quickly film a video and then like hurry that it's getting done and maybe the quality would suffer so if you kind of create as you go still having those set deadlines sometimes it can be hard with uh, time pressure and I know for example Kayla Nicholson when she did YouTuber like she would edit until like the mornings to get up the content or I also know Belinda Celine who is definitely super pitta right she's super on fire she's super like getting stuff done and she always creates her video really current as well so sometimes she will sit editing her video to get it up the next day until like 5am So if you are dabbling or if you're already into this Pitta energy, like this pressure is obviously not great for your mental health, which is why I believe if you're really Pitta, you have to get more into the Kapha, more into like how can you be more grounded, more organized, more routine-ish, right? So my recommendations, if you are a creator or like more Pitta fire like me, I'm definitely like that is to have backup content. So that helped me throughout January January a lot um, because I went to Rome last week and I still had my two videos up because they were kind of backup videos that I created in the beginning of January but I didn't really want to put them up so I just left them on private on YouTube and then I scheduled them for last week. So if you can kind of try to have like... I know it's not the easiest thing but when you, for example, know that, I don't know, in February you will travel a lot, then why not film like one or two videos that will just hang around on your YouTube in private mode and that you know, okay, if I don't have time to pre-produce the videos for this week when I'm traveling, I know I can just schedule that one. So having backup content, Maybe always some backup, you know, Facebook posts or Instagram captions or podcast episodes, right? So kind of going into the KAFA energy and batching a few things or pre-producing a few things so you don't have to like sit on your laptop until 5 a.m. in the morning, like trying to get up some content. What also helped me is that to kind of trying to batch produce, but not being very like structured with it I guess like not forcing yourself to batch produce but let's say you're filming a video and you already have like your camera set up you already have your makeup on and all of that stuff why not film two to three videos at once or if you are filming a sit-down video you could vlog behind the scenes or anything like see how you can combine um, different like content formats video ideas and all of that stuff or for example shoot a lot of Instagram pictures at once like try to batch as much as you can but don't stress yourself out like if you need the creative freedom and the creative space of a pitta and you can't like tell yourself okay Every Tuesday and only Tuesday, I'm going to do podcast. If you don't want that, then okay. But then whenever you sit down to do a podcast, like ask yourself, okay, am I feeling energized enough? Am I feeling inspired enough to maybe instead of just recording one episode, I can uh, record two and then I have a backup episode or something like that. So think about where can you batch without stressing yourself out. What also helps me and what I'm doing all the time is to have a list of ideas. Like always have a list of ideas. I have a section in my notes app with YouTube ideas where I have like different... um like uh, different categories like travel, lifestyle, uh, business, spirituality, study abroad and whenever I have an idea or a viewer will like message me a request or comment a request I always put that into the list of video ideas. So if it really comes to the time where oh my god I have to upload a video tomorrow but I have no idea. I can just go into my um, video idea list and just choose what feels good and exciting today. What also helps me a lot, and I think it will help you guys if you're really pitta and really like, yes, woohoo, I'm excited, but sometimes I'm also really not excited. Like I think being a pitta, you have like a lot of like highs and lows and all of that stuff, right? But it's to map out a month or like two weeks, like two two to four weeks of content in advance. And with mapping out, I literally mean like that's sometimes what I do. In the beginning of every month, I get like a monthly overview and I just start like brainstorming. Hmm, what videos do I want to film this month? Like maybe I. that's also some something I do. I will look into my calendar and see if there is like anything exciting going on. Like, for example, if I know I'm traveling, like... I already know the week after, like on the Tuesday, I know this will be a travel vlog that's going up. And I can already put that into my calendar. And I kind of know, okay, when I'm traveling that week, I know I have to pre-produce some stuff. So, sorry. (laughs) Um, So if you know what's kind of coming, then that will release the stress without you being like, oh my god, so I have to have like one month perfectly filmed and everything pre-produced, blah, but you still kind of map stuff out. So you don't have to know every single video topic for sure at the beginning of the month, but just kind of thinking about, hmm, I really like this month, I could film this video, that would really fit into the monthly whatever, or there is a holiday, or a trip, or whatever, like, um, I don't really know, like, like seasonal videos, for example. If you kind of know that in the beginning of the month or in the middle of the month, then that kind of already puts out the thought into like the creative sphere or the universe or whatever you want to call it. And you will get downloads. Like that's sometimes what I do. Like um, that's more on a smaller scale. But if I know, okay, I have to... Record a podcast episode today, and I don't know what you what you um, like talk about. I will just think about, like, I will be like, okay, I know a podcast episode idea will come, and I will go on a walk, and the idea will come. And it's the same when in the beginning of the month you're like, okay, I'm slowly starting to think about what content I want to create, and then as you go along in your days or whatever you're gonna do. The ideas will come, but you have to set the intention first that you are ready to receive um, those ideas and then the last tip I have we are already at like thirty eight minutes, which is kind of kind of insane. I will try to keep it under an hour okay <laughs> and the last tip I have is to find out ways that you can save time with production, so Kafas planners are like so good at that like they know how to save time how to be really efficient and how to be like as organized and like as time saving as time efficient as possible but we creators we're sometimes like oh my god like I have this amazing idea and oh my god I have to do this for that and we get so sorry I just stopped recording with my because I'm sitting on my desk really funny, funnily funny in a funny way <laughs> anyway but we pedaz we creators we get so excited about things like we get those crazy huge ideas and then we're like oh my gosh so I could totally do this this week when I'm uploading Friday like today's Wednesday but I don't even care I'm just gonna like film this like whole like closet declutter and new room tour and like going really big but kind of kind of getting some more realistic energy like from the planner from the Kava type like okay girl like maybe maybe that for like in 2 weeks but not for like tomorrow right so thinking about time like what's what's realistic right now what's most time efficient maybe for tomorrow it's more efficient to create just a sit-down video rather than a morning routine right because the morning routine usually takes a bit longer to film depending on how you film your morning routine or um Maybe for tomorrow or if you haven't posted on Facebook today, it's better to just maybe repurpose an old post rather than creating a whole like new big video or live stream or I don't even know. Um, You know what I mean. So finding ways to cut production time so you can stay up to date without falling behind And still creating high-quality content. So I think we can learn a lot from creators, from PITAs. Because they really have the balance of consistency. But also creating high-quality content by being relevant. However, we have to see that we are not falling into stress and overwhelm. We still have boundaries. We don't sit on our laptops until 4 a.m. in the morning trying to get this video up. I think there is so much eagerness and ambition within us PITAs and within us creators that... We feel so bad when we miss an upload day because we really didn't feel inspired, we really didn't like our content or something went on and because we are not like the Kafas who have everything planned out in advance or the planners, um, we just miss a day. So sometimes, as creators, we can also miss an upload day Um, which I think from time to time is absolutely fine. Um, We just have to remember that In my opinion, we do have a commitment to our audience because they give us their time and we have this privilege to have our message heard by a lot of people. We do have to stick to this commitment that we made with them by saying, okay, every Tuesday, every Friday, there is a video coming. So people are looking forward to it. And I sometimes get. Kind of angry even when content creators don't stick to their upload schedules, but then I know myself that like it's really not easy sometimes to stick to an upload schedule. So yeah, just have that in mind, but then also be graceful with yourself. I think and maybe tell your viewers what's going on so that it, that they understand. Don't just ghost them. Um, But then also respect your boundaries, right? We pit us. We have to set more boundaries to keep our energy up, to not get burnout. I think those creator types of people who um, are ambitious and really want to create good content all the freaking time, we are also the most um, risky or we are also at the most risk for burnout and really feeling in a slump and just burning ourselves out because we are too ambitious. So... Again, DM me if you relate to being a creator and Pitta energy. I am definitely, when it comes to content creation, I'm definitely such a Pitta. Um, So let me know if you relate to that. And then the last type of content creator, which I definitely have to wrap up this episode soon because we have to go to the hairdresser and I only have like 15 minutes left. Actually, 10 minutes. So let's see if we can do this last type of content creator in 10 minutes. The last one is the artist. And this is really, really, really Vata energy. So Vata is like super airy. It's like, oh my god, like, I'm so visionary, I have all of those ideas all the time, and I want to do this and this, and, like, I just want to change the world, and I am super Vata, like, I am super Vata as well, like, Vata's, like, usually love to talk, like, about life and, like, about, like, inventions, and they're super, like, entrepreneurial, they have, like, big ideas, and they're super visionary, And when it comes to being a Vata content creator, really an artist, like because artists are just like that, like they see things that maybe normal people don't understand. Like I just say, like modern art, like I don't even know, like you could just call like a pencil modern art sometimes. (laughs) But anyway, that's kind of the energy that artists have. Like, and I'm thinking of like Kara Owaleva, like she is super. Like, artistic, in my opinion, when it, with her, like, content. Or even Isabel Palacios. Like, both of those people, are both of those amazing creators. Like, when they put out content, it's amazing. But because they only go with the flow, like they create from a place of flow and out of alignment, it can be that sometimes they lack a bit of consistency. And there is nothing wrong with that. As I said, like no type of those content creators is like perfect. Um, but those artists, people, they usually don't have set days for uploading nor content creation, which leads to not being that consistent. However, I really think that artists Types they bring out the most high quality content because if they create, they create from a place of being super inspired, super intuitive, and their content is also very relevant, very interactive, very aligned. Because if they feel like creating something amazing today, they will do it, they will put it out there, and it will be absolutely amazing. They never force themselves to create, so when they create, It is amazing. And they also don't stress about creation as much because they sometimes think just like thinking about creating is enough. Like they, like Vata's struggle a lot with actually putting their ideas into physical reality, which, oh my God, I struggle with so much sometimes as well because I have so many ideas that I just get overwhelmed. And I feel like already my energy is already like drained just thinking about those things, if that makes sense. Like I already feel accomplished just thinking about things, but not actually putting them into reality, which sometimes is not great, right? Um, But those artists, Vata, content creator types, they have a lot of fun with creating content. I think that's something we can all learn from them is to put really that creative expression, that art back into content creation right i i said that earlier like sometimes for business owners for entrepreneurs content creators and uh, content creation and marketing it's just like a to-do on their list but it really shouldn't be because it's creative expression it's putting out your message into the world and changing people's lives through (laughs) did you hear that i'm sorry (laughs) i'm not gonna edit that out (laughs) um putting out your message through this amazing content right through this medium that is a podcast that is a video that is an Instagram post and those artists really take so much time for every single post and for every single piece of content they make sure it's perfect and amazing and great and just really in like in touch and in tune with them um But that can then also lead to a lot of perfectionism. Like artists are perfectionists, right? They want to have everything perfect. And that can lead to high quality content. But more more often than that, that leads to not putting stuff out at all because it's not good enough. And that then leads to slower growth and also a weaker audience connection because the audience doesn't know when will they show up like why should i even consider subscribing to their channel because they show up like two weeks and then they don't upload for a month so you still have to give people a reason to come back and the biggest reason with that is consistency like showing up because if people know that you're not showing up like why should they even consider following you And also Vata's artists often fall victim to their limiting beliefs and to procrastination because, you know, they're not aligned right now and they don't feel like to call to do this and they would rather like, I really deserve the self-care right now and blah, blah, like those kinds of people, like self-care is so important, don't get me wrong. But often we just self-sabotage when we say, I don't feel in flow right now. I don't feel inspired, blah, blah, blah. Often that's just procrastination and perfectionism because our brain is so smart our ego is so smart they know that like the ego knows like i will just tell her like you're not feeling inspired enough today just to keep us inside our comfort zones right so if you really relate to this artist and you really have problems getting stuff out and you are overwhelmed with your own blocks limiting beliefs then always ask yourself like is this actually true right now and will this actually matter because the fact is that you know 80% of the work we do um or the the results we're getting is done in 20% of the time and the 80% that are actually only um, achieving 20% of the results, that's only perfectionism. So if you think that, oh my God, before I put out my website, it has to be perfect. Like honestly, no one even cares about your logo and your branding. And as long as it's kind of okay, no one actually cares. So always ask yourself, is this actually perfectionism? Or will this actually create results that, you know, cause noticeable change? So my tips for artists who kind of struggle sometimes to get their amazing, brilliant ideas into reality is to always have, again, just like the creator types, the pittas, have a big list of ideas. So you can always go back to the list of ideas and create something from that. If you are like, oh man, I really should create again, but I'm not feeling inspired, go to that list and just create something from there. I would also recommend you to have times during the day for creation. So if you are not like the Kafa, where you have like set days and every month or like every week is like the exact same, like at least have like a space in your everyday routine where you know, okay, now it's time for creation or now I'm in the space to create. And that again, kind of helps you to get over those limiting beliefs, those blocks that cause procrastination and perfectionism, right? So, for example, implement it into your morning routine that every day after your mindset work, that's something that I used to do for very, very long. I should go back to doing that as well. Like every day after my mindset work, I would create one piece of content and it didn't matter what type of content what piece of content I would create but I would have to create at least one piece of content and that would really help me to get over the procrastination and limiting beliefs and uh, perfectionism because you know okay I just have to create one piece of content right so that gives you that creative freedom but you're also able to stay consistent when you are an artist, you have to work on your limiting beliefs. And as I said, I would highly recommend you to read The War of Art by Steven Pressfield. Always ask yourself, is this true or is this actually self-sabotage, what I'm doing right now? And my last tip for you Vata artists out there is to have at least one platform with consistency. Commit to consistency on at least one platform. Might that be to create one YouTube video every single week? Or is that to create one, you know, podcast episode every single week, or two uh, Facebook lives in a month, or um, three Instagram posts every week, or one Instagram story every day? At least have one platform with consistency, so that your your people, your followers, know that you care about them and that you actually are here because you're like wanting to make this serious you're wanting to um bring out your message you are there to be committed You don't have to be super consistent on every single platform if if that's stressing you out and if, if that feels like you're not acting from alignment. But at least have one platform so your people know that you are being serious about it and that you really want to be the best content creator that you can be. So those were the three types of content creators. I would love if you would head over to Instagram. And DM me what type of content creator you are. I think when this episode will go live, I will also create an Instagram post so you can comment down below your type of content creator. I think I'm definitely a mix between the creator and the artist and I need more of the planner. So just like with Ayurveda, where like the ideal is kind of to have all three doshas, so Kapha, Pitta and Vata. I think that's the same with content creators. I think the best type of content creator is to be all three is to pick and choose whatever serves you of all of those three content creator types. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I loved recording it and I am so excited to create more content like that in the future. Maybe I could even make like a little quiz on my website out of that or I didn't even know like I have a lot of ideas but I really have to wrap up this episode right now because I have to leave to my hairdresser in like five minutes and I still look like uh, a slob. A slump? A slob? A slob? I don't even know. So thank you so much for listening and you will hear from me in the next podcast episode. Bye, guys.